welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started so essentially narcissists are pretty much obsessed with authority and power and good so they're pretty much obsessed with authority and power and control they don't mind um controlling you through their you know through their language They want to control your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your actions, your behaviors, and even your habits. Because part of their um, dominance is putting everything under control. You pretty much can say that narcissists are very much uh, control freaks. They don't mind keeping others under their own control whenever they feel like, uh, whenever they feel like it's part of their pleasure. They, they seek pleasure through putting somebody else under their authority, under their control. And it's because they want to see themselves as um, superior people. They want to make sure that that control is maintained no matter what. That's because essentially they see, they, they have this really unfillable void inside of them. That they need, they, all, they constantly need something to fill them up. So whatever, whenever the occasion comes when somebody is at their mercy, they will totally indulge in making them uh, their slave, basically. Same thing, this is where uh, we, we commonly see this in the workplace where the boss, the employer sometimes can act like, can, can have narcissistic uh, traits, but who's also not really narcissistic you know in their in their way they could they can buy something for their employees to thank them for their hard work for example um they can go to events to um you know to participate and be there to also do work but to also you know enjoy themselves and be entertained by the events that the employer takes their employees to other cases you may find um where the employer himself is actually a narcissist where they are never really grateful for how much uh, hard work is done they never are satisfied with uh whatever uh work is done through the uh, you know in the in the in the time at the time that the work is done uh they put a lot of pressure on their employees to work more uh, they pay them uh, too little to uh, satisfy their own needs. Basically, they're not—they're never really happy when when it comes to promoting someone. Uh, they'd rather uh, keep that person working in the same position and hire someone else from the outside for a new p- uh, position to train uh, the the newcomer and to keep the other one under their uh, authority trained and well skilled in that uh job position that in that field <clears throat> being in teaching 
commerce, business, selling, whatever, you know, all, all kinds of jobs. Um, part of, uh, part of being like this is, like I said, to maintain this, uh, hole that's inside of them that needs to be filled. Uh, they constantly, it's like they're constantly thirsty for water, and that water is somebody else's obedience to them. It's somebody else's, uh, willingness to abide by their rules, and they're never really ashamed of it. Another thing is uh, whenever that person is trying to rebel, like the victim, whenever they're trying to rebel or speak up for themselves and just stay, say, just stop, like for once, this has to stop, turns out that the victim is the one who's wrong, and it's the victim who's faulty at this, and they're, uh, you know, they're, the, the narcissists are really capable of manipulating events and use they they're really good at using language to manipulate events and sayings and uh speeches and actions the way they do it is um done so well so smoothly that sometimes the third party uh whoever is involved in this conversation trying to resolve this problem between the victim and the abuser seems a little confused as to you know, who uh, who the victim and who the abuser, who the victim is and who the abuser is. And uh, it seems that the, the abuser is always coming and knows what to say, how to say it. And, and it's because they have cognitive, like Dr. Carmen Bryant said, uh, they have cognitive uh, empathy. They don't have a real, authentic, genuine empathy they don't they know how people feel they know how people operate they know what uh, how people are going to react what they're going to say and everything and so everything is calculated to them everything is pre um pre-calculated prepared and already thought of so they don't there is no really a big problem to them when it comes to uh knowing how to deal with the victims um standing up for themselves and trying to stop the abuser uh, for having done what they did. Um, so yeah, they, they're really obsessed with authority and, authority and power and it keeps them, you know, it keeps crave more and the more people under their control, the more dominance they have, the more um, slaves they have working uh, for their advantage they like to have an audience that admires them praises them and always uh, appreciates their efforts they're never really wrong they never do anything wrong they really are the most genius the most beautiful the most handsome uh, the most intelligent the 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 strongest, the bravest, etc., and all the other people around them are wrong, they're useless, they're stupid, they're replaceable, um, they're supplies, basically, they're not even human beings to them. Dealing, ha having to deal with a narcissist feels like having to deal with a huge bucket of, of oil that is always about to uh, spill you, and you never being able to stand still. You always have to find something um, slippery here and there. It's like dealing with a parasite. 
that is never really, uh, you know, filled while consuming you. Every little inch of you, every little ounce of you. They like to consume others. They like to eat on their energy, uh, their uh, mental efforts, their time, and their energy to uh, feed themselves. And they like to do that because it's part of their obsession with uh, authority and control and um, manipulative tactics to keep others under their uh, siege, under their control. And so it's it's really a big nightmare to have to deal with uh, people like this. In workplace, I mean, it's totally easy to just quit and leave and find another job where the boss is actually a lot better. But it's much harder to find a, a loving partner, you know, a partner, um, like a, a spouse, or even harder, a family member who is like that, you know, a parent or a sibling who's just like that, you know, or, or a daughter uh, or son. It's extremely harder for uh, the victims to deal with narcissists, to deal with narcissists who are part of their family members um, because it's their bloodlines, they're related by blood, and leaving is not really easy. When it comes to leaving, um, there's always the backlash and uh, argumentation and fights against this decision to be taken. Of course, moving out is the best decision that the victim can make for the sake of their life, for the sake of their um, mental energy, their mental health, and their stability and peace and uh, social skills and everything. Um, uh, also responsibility and self-reliance. But it's extremely hard because whenever someone is trying to leave the situation, they most often find themselves really stuck and constantly confused as to what to think for themselves for once. You know, there always seems to be someone who's trying to change their mind into staying, into um, remembering all the good times they had with the narcissist because they're not only bad, but they also really have uh, some good um, ways of pleasing the victim. Like, they know how to, to change, you know. Uh, the love bombing phase. The love bombing phase is where they will uh, spoil the victim um, into into thinking that into making them think that the narcissist actually loves them and cares for them. When it, when in truth it's all a mask, you know, it's all wearing and um, covering their their true identity with a mask that after a while is going to be taken off and then wearing it again and then taking it off again and so on and so forth it's not really something that is one-sided there's always the good side the quote-unquote good side of the narcissist that uh they're trying to uh portray in uh the eyes of the victim to keep them on the hook it's always part of the, the narcissist uh, needing to fill the, the hole inside of them and they need someone to fill that hole for them. Uh, they can never love themselves uh, in a healthy way, so they seek someone else's love and and, and generosity and uh, ability to give them uh, energy, time, and space 
and uh you know love and care and because they never really knew what true love is and what true care is and what even empathy is they don't they didn't they have never known what boundaries are they seem to want to enmesh most of the time either neglect or enmesh with the victim in a way that keeps the victim on the hook it keeps the victim addicted to uh what's coming you know what's next the 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 amount of abuse that the narcissist um gives to the victim is huge and it's never really uh limited because they can it, it's sometimes unspotable it's sometimes unpredictable and it's it keeps the victim on their toes waiting for the next step waiting for the next uh you know next best thing as they say but truly you know they're waiting for a way out they're waiting for that someone to change hopefully someone that that person the narcissist will change someday maybe they they, they will become truly empathetic maybe they will understand maybe they will have true care and true love for me as much as i offer them but really it's all delusion you know it's all pretty much what the victim is trying to convince themselves of knowing how wrong it is it's absolutely wrong to think about that but that's how the narcissist and abuser and the narcissistic abusers generally keep their victims um thinking of and part of their uh part of their uh way of keeping the victim hooked is by using this strategy duality you know sometimes good sometimes bad sometimes really good sometimes really bad uh the love bombing the discarding the replacement then the hoovering and then all over again it's a cycle that repeats itself and so on and so forth and that's to keep the victim under on their on their toes and under their fingertips because they love that so when it comes to uh finding a solution in regards to this issue the victim has to know how dangerous it is for their health to keep on um dealing with such a such a behavior such a pattern of behavior in such a person like this every single time it's extremely exhausting and extremely draining to have to think about this to have to deal with someone who is narcissistic all the way ever since their childhood they have never known what love is they have never been treated in a loving caring selfless way selfless way they have had experiences where um they're extremely loved and then extremely abandoned and then all the way around and the cycle is never really uh has never really ended because part of um becoming a narcissist is by uh you know getting used to the pattern of behavior and the process uh that is that is uh that is imposed on the victim to change them and make them become a narcissist themselves part of uh you know never leaving uh helps the victim become a narcissist unfortunately part of never being able to think for oneself and decide and just live the fucking life however the fuck they want is uh, a way to make the victim feel as though the narcissist genuinely loves them and the 
and there's always the hope for some change when, when which is never actually true those people are never going to change despite the fact that i said already in a, in a previous episode that if they are willing to change it's a matter of choice because if they are uh you know if they have the choice to change they might if they're willing to they might actually change but these types of people never really accept the idea or the concept of change itself so they don't find it useful to change no matter how bad and miserable and fucking just annoying these people are and it's because they think i mean the origin of the story is that they find themselves totally normal they have nothing wrong with them that's why they think others are wrong and and everybody else is wrong and everybody else is is it's it's their fault you know the blame should be on them these narcissists think that other people should be uh, blamed for everything that they have done and the narcissist is really thinking that it's normal it's totally normal what they're doing they're never really aware or responsible of their behaviors but when it comes to um, being aware of what others are saying to them and trying to stand up to them and to limit their behavior as to what they're doing and saying and influencing them, it's then the victim's fault for for doing that. It's the victim's fault for speaking up. It's the victim's fault for even agreeing to becoming their partner. And so, um, then the, uh, the victim basically seek. The victim desperately trying to seek out help and some sort of support is forbidden and totally uh, against the wave. And that keeps the victim on the hook. That keeps the victim addicted and keeps the narcissist happy. And it keeps the narcissist feeling superior. And that's their mission. But regardless, the the victim who is being abused must evolve regardless of this abuse. Because it's always about healthy self-love and healthy self-evolution regardless of the abuse. And for someone to make their choices for their own, you know, you know to, to rely on themselves and make decision their best interests um i mean it's the best thing ever it, it requires it's challenging it's extremely hard and extremely challenging and demanding of focus commitment discipline and uh constants stability but um at the end of the day at the end of the tunnel leaving is the best thing that the victim can actually do even if if the narcissists themselves are family members even if uh no matter how much gaslighting there has been in their lives that even the victims themselves are gaslighting themselves into thinking that maybe moving out is wrong maybe leaving this relationship is wrong you know and 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 that's because totally i mean totally the narcissist makes the victim think that and believe that um leaving is wrong and it shouldn't be done and it's because the narcissist loves them really so much that they cannot 
quote unquote live without them and that they should stay longer that they should be there that they should help them and everything i mean stop just stop believing that crap it's all for the interest of the of the narcissist it's all for the advantage of the narcissist the narcissist that never minds taking advantage of others exploiting others for their own um best interest and their own best um gain after all you know so just make them lose you know leave them barking all they do is just freaking just talk and talk and talk and talk and there's nothing really um then there there's nothing that the narcissist can do to a victim who is strong enough to leave and strong enough to um you know do and maintain the no contact rule no matter how hard it is for the victim to move the fuck on you know i mean it's totally hard for the victim to do such a thing but it's eventually something that is really worthwhile so i recommend doing this and i do want to, i i do want to encourage everyone who is suffering from this kind of um, catastrophe to move on and to have the best life they can have and for and i totally um encourage self-evolution regardless thank you so much my listeners from the countries that have been listening to me canada united states tunisia germany belgium uh, south africa and united kingdom thank you thank you thank you very much appreciate your time and your uh, listenership um as always this is your uh this is your host uh narendra homa You can contact me through my email. You can like, share, comment, and subscribe to my podcast for more upcoming episodes. As always, thank you very much for listening to my podcast, and I'll see you in the next episode. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for 
a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Horma, and I will see you in the next episode.